and welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Schaefer, and I am so happy that you have pushed play today. Um, I was checking my Facebook memories the other day and saw that this podcast is officially a year old, and I can hardly believe it. Like, I am beyond grateful for everyone who has listened to the podcast over this past year and been so incredibly patient with all of my trial and error moments. Um, It's been a really fun first year. Um, Quick first year, but really, really fun. So speaking of quick, can you believe that today is the last day of February already? (laughs) I mean, I know that it's already a short month, but this month seemed shorter than usual this year. And I'm not sure if it's because I took a week off to clean and organize my home or what, but this month has just flown right on by. So I went to fill out my planner for March and noticed that there were these little tips for each week. Um, Okay, I'm not very observant to already be like two months into the year and just now notice this. I mean, if you know me, then you know that I don't really notice things, but (laughs) um, I just kind of saw them and I thought that I would um, share them with you. Um, I use the Holistic You Wellness Planner by um, Candice Candice Cameron Bure, you know, the girl from Full, Full House and Fuller House. And um, I'm going to put the name of the planner in the show notes for you, but um, so that you can maybe check it out if it's something you'd be interested in. But um, yeah, I got it from, um, from Dayspring. So yeah, check it out. So um, I noticed that... Um, this week's tip, which I'll get to eventually. And um, I decided to take a look back at the rest of this month's tips. And when I saw all of them, they just seemed really timely um, for the year of the podcast. Um, And I just knew that um, I was meant to notice these tips and share them with you. And they all really were pretty fantastic. Um, you know, like because February member has Valentine's day in it, you guys, Valentine's day, I didn't really do anything. I cleaned my kitchen I took off the week of Valentine's day. And so Valentine's day, I showed some love to my kitchen. It needed it. Um, (laughs) but, um, anyway, (laughs) so they all, all the tips had to do with um, love and, um, but not like necessarily like, um, like romantic love. It had to do with, um, self-love and seeing yourself, um, as how God would see you. And, um, so like that the beginning of the month, like with the whole, like, month on the calendar page, it said along the side, it said, God, period, loves, period, you. God, 
loves you. Um, and then it said, let's let God's love for us be the foundation of our wellness mindset. And honestly, like I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I have found that um, until I realized that God like so loves me, it was really hard for me to um, accept and love myself. And um, because guys, he like loves you right where you are, how you are. um, And he always will. Um, so then, um, tip one was, um, notice the kinds of thoughts you think about yourself this week. And then it asks this question, do your thoughts line up with what God says is true of you? Wow. Like really deep, right? Um, and I feel like that's probably half the battle in this life. Um, it's something that I have struggled with for most of my life um, until just a couple of years ago. Um, I let what others say about me become what I said about me. And um, it's not, it would have been one thing if, the, if what they were saying about me was positivity, but it wasn't. And I find that that's usually the way that that, um, the way that that goes, unfortunately. Um, people say hideous, rude, mean things about other people. Um, and I find that typically it starts when you're young because kids are cruel and mean and, um, they don't care what they say. Um, if it, and you know, it just, it, it, unfortunately it's, I wish it wasn't like that. Um, but I do want to say this. Um, I find that typically those kids are hurting kids and they don't know how to act. I'm sure that they've been hurt at home in some way, shape or form. And they, it doesn't matter like what your lifestyle is at home. I mean, you could be the kid of a doctor or you could be the kid of, of not a doctor, you know, like, um, it really, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, however you're treated at home is typically the way you're going to treat others. And, um, it's pretty sad. Um, So, but that's also not true. Some kids say things that are cruel just because they think it's cool. It's not cool. We need to teach our kids not cool. Um, Anyway, but like I said, um, I basically, um, I basically started to believe what they were telling me. And that's not, it's, they're lies, you guys. Um, those not so great thoughts became my reality. Um, and, um, I believe they're lies and, um, what they had to say about me wasn't true. Um, it was hurtful. It was mean. And at times it was laced with destruction because when it's said over and over and over, your brain starts to program that, um, The, so, you know, and the voices of everyone who hurt me 
you know, played like repeat in my head. And so one day um, I decided and guys, I mean, I was an adult when I made this decision. You know, it's easy to say, oh, um, that's what those were kids. They were just mean, hurtful kids. Okay. Well, unfortunately, um, yeah, that was playing on like complete repeat, like rewind, repeat, rewind, repeat. And so one day, um, I just decided to turn the page on those voices. Um, I took a class from a life coach and I turned it around and I learned to talk to myself in such a positive way. Like something I wished I would have like learned, um, 30 years ago. Um, and you know, it, I just wonder what my life would have been like if I had decided to talk to myself in a positive way. Um, I learned to love myself again. Um, I learned to see how God sees me. Um, and I learned that being imperfect is okay. It's completely okay. (laughs) Um, I looked myself in the mirror and told myself that I loved me. Um, I looked myself straight and dead, like eye to eye in the mirror. And, um, I still do that on the tough days. Um, (laughs) that still has to happen some days. Um, but those days are becoming like fewer and fewer. Um, thank goodness. And, um, it was really the best exercise that I could have ever really been given. It's a little awkward at first. I'm not going to lie, especially when you don't love yourself. Um, (laughs) but, um, it, it got easier. Um, and it became reality. So, um, my thoughts, my thoughts to the answer to that question of do your thoughts line up with what God says is true of you? My thoughts are lining up with that now. Um, I like it's not perfect. Not every day is a new day, and I wake up and I um, go and look myself in the mirror. And if it's if the answer is I don't love you, then I have to do it all over again. Um, So the actual tip for week one is to pray and ask God to help you live in the truth of his love when your thoughts are out of line. Um, He wants you to know that he loves you so much and he created you to listen to him and not to what the others are saying. Um, We really need to just like hone in on him and... I am so, like, I was so grateful to have, like, um, first of all, when I was growing up, it was the, you know, the 80s and 90s, um, when I hit middle school was the worst, it was, it was, like, in the early 90s, there were no cell phones, there was no Facebook, there was none of this stuff, so, um, it was, I could leave it at school and come home and, like, be at home. And then I was really grateful for having my youth group. Um, That was a really great 
time for me. My youth pastor was amazing. He's still amazing. He um, has his own church now, but um, just a lot of positivity and love. And um, so I really do believe that God protected me all throughout that time. Um, So, but it took me began like I wasn't as mature in my walk with God then. Um, so, and I was young, didn't know what to do. So, but now I'm older. Um, I wish that I had relied more on God the whole time. Um, because he really will like get you through that situation. He will align your thoughts with how he feels about you. Um, I want to give you some verses to look up. Um, um, Ephesians chapter three. Um, let me get to there. I actually wrote the pages down so that I wouldn't be like really, really flipping through. Cause some of these ones, when you get into the new Testament toward the back and they're all super tiny books, it's hard to find them sometimes. Anyway, there's my sob story for the night. Okay, so Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. Okay. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width height and depth of God's love and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Okay. So that is basically, you know, you should know that like there is like, it's eternal. It's like, there's no height or depth or width or, you know, it's he, God loves you in an, it's not even measurable. Okay, that's what that's saying, how much God loves you. Um, So that's Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. And then the next one, let me get there, is um, 1 John, not John, 1 John, (laughs) chapter 4, verse 16. And that one is this. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. So you guys, God is love. And, and I, you know, if we remain in him, then we will know love and we'll know how to love ourselves like he loves us. And when we love him, it just kind of like, It's kind of like um, people say you are who you hang out with. If you hang out with God, you guys, you're going to love. You're going to love you. You're going to love others. Um, I've found that to be like so true. (laughs) Um, I've I've been a Christian my whole life, but I just really came to like know God better the last couple of years. And, um, I've said over the last year, um, how that kind of came to be is that, um, 
I took the time. I had time. Like I had to stop. I had to stop being busy. Um, I think honestly, I kept busy a lot to like not have to like deal with a lot of these issues that I was dealing with with myself and um, just came to like I had to deal with it. And I'm glad that I had to deal with it. Um, I'm glad that I had to stop being busy and sit and be with God. It was amazing. Um, So the next tip was to fire your inner critic. And um, your inner critic is like that negative dialogue that is in your head. (laughs) Um, This kind of thought process does nothing for you and it sets you up for defeat. And I agree hundred percent. I am definitely guilty of this kind of talk. Um, it's better than before, but I still kind of fall to this kind of nonsense, (laughs) my head nonsense. Um, I am a pessimist at heart. Um, it's part of my makeup and the person that I can be the most pessimistic with is myself. Um, I hold my own bar very high, um, probably too high, but my motto has always kind of been that if I don't set the bar high, then someone else will. And I may not like where they have set that bar. Um, some people are like, oh, that's very like, that's good. That's good that you have high standards for yourself. Well, yeah, from the outside, it looks good until you're me and, um, you don't live up to that excellence. Um, excellence is the only thing that's been acceptable for me. And, um, however, when I don't meet that excellence, the negative dialogue is like unleashed in my head. Um, it honestly doesn't serve me well. Um, and I am definitely constantly a work in progress with this area. Um, and, You know, like, it's great when I hit that bar and everything is excellent. Um, But right now, like, I'm sit, like, I just talked about how I took a week off to declutter my house. It's not done. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's still not perfect. And so it kind of, I mean, I do rest a little easier, but it's not perfect. So um, I got to keep at it. Got to keep at it. Um, but it's better than before. I have to keep telling myself that so that I settle down. It's better than it was before. Just keep plugging away. You will get it done or maybe you won't get it done and it'll be okay. Um, (laughs) so, um, is anybody else like that? I mean, am I the only crazy, like, am I crazy? But (laughs) I mean, don't answer. If some of you know me, don't answer that question. (laughs) I'm a good crazy, but, um. But, like, does anybody else feel that way? Um, and, I, I mean, I'm just kind of wondering. Um, I think that, honestly, um, don't get me wrong. We need to have a, we need to set some standards. But we need to, I don't know. I don't want to say don't set high standards. 
Um, but it's okay if you don't quite meet the mark. Don't just pick yourself up and do it again tomorrow. Try it for better tomorrow. Um, and I think that honestly, we need to stop this like negative dialogue. We need to like, just stop feeling like we have to be like the most perfect. Um, we're not going to be perfect. And when we start to feel this negative self-talk coming on, then we need to like reach out to one of our biggest fans, like reach out to one of your really good friends and just have them like pump you back up again when you're starting to feel like deflated because negative talk can be so deflating. (laughs) Trust me, I know. Like I can be on cloud nine, but if something goes wrong, I just start to feel so deflated um, and defeated. And I have like, I have like a couple of really good friends that um, they just know how to pump up my ego again. I don't need a big head, okay? Like, I don't need a big ego. But when you're starting to get down on yourself, then your ego is kind of flying out the door. Then there is no ego. So you need a person who you can just, like, tap into who's going to, like, pump you back up again. Um, Like, they don't even know that they're doing it, to be truthful. And it's not like I call them up just when I'm feeling down. That's not it. That's not how friendship works. But I do call, like, you know, but... They, they might not even know that I'm feeling that way, but when I'm done with them, they just make me feel better again. Um, they are my cheerleaders. They're just naturally positive people. And I want to say that even though I'm not a naturally positive person, I hope that I do that for others as well, where like, I might not even know they're not doing well, but I can help them. I can help pump them up again. Um... And then, like, when they are pumping me up, then I, like, tape what they tell me, like, like the old negativity. I tape that positivity, and I just let it run through my head. I keep hitting replay, replay. And they become my inner cheerleader, and they just cheer me on. And it's kind of like, I remember when I recorded the first episode of the podcast. You guys, I had no prep. I did nothing. God kept saying, you have to record this today. Like, he just kept, like, this nudge, this, like, constant nudge. And I was at work. And finally, I was like, okay, God, I promise. When I get home, I will get in my closet and shut the door. And I will just, I'll just hit record. And whatever comes out, that's what it'll be. Like, I promise. I'll do it today. I'm not going to put it off. And um, I was just... I recorded it and I was, and I hit stop and I was like, I just remember being like, um, what I just said, did any of that make sense? You know, I was so nervous about it. I was so nervous about publishing it because you guys, it's hilarious because I like, I sent her a script. Okay. Like about how it's okay to not be perfect. (laughs) And I think God was like, okay, you're, you're talking about not being perfect. Um, why a script? Right. So, um, I sent my, I sent the podcast off to my friend, Tara. She's actually on one of the episodes. You got to go back and listen to her. It's in November sometime. And, um, 
I sent it to her and she was just so wonderful. Like she just took, she was like, girl, hit publish because it's fantastic. And it just, you know, it just gave me that like cheerleader move that I had to have to hit the publish button. I mean, I was, I had to hit the publish button. I told God I would do it, you know, but it just felt good to have a cheerleader. It was just what I needed to take the big step. You know who else is your biggest cheerleader? God. (laughs) God is your biggest cheerleader. When you have God, you can do anything. Literally, you can do anything that you put your mind to. And he will give you the strength to carry on. So in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, uh, let me get there. Sorry, guys, you're hearing my daughter, like, possibly in the background. Um, She's, I don't know what she's doing. I'm watching something, I guess. But Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 is, I know it by heart, but why in the world I not find 13 because my eyes are bad. Okay, here we go. I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. There you go. We can do anything through Christ who strengthens us. We can do anything with God. When you're feeling negative, then reach out to him and pray about it. Start to thank him for and name your blessings. I promise you guys, when that goes on, when you start to think about all the things that you have in life and God has given you, there's no, there's no way that you can be negative. Um, I know that being grateful usually chases negative Nelly right out of my head. (laughs) Like it's just so much different when I'm, when I am thankful for things. Um, I'm going to take a really quick break and when I get back, we'll talk about the last tip. See you in a minute. All right. Welcome back. Um, before the break, we were talking about, um, positive self-talk Um, and making sure that how we view ourselves is in line with how God views us. And so the last tip was, um, accepting that we aren't perfect. And let me tell you, this is a really hard one for me. Um, I know that I'm not perfect and I'll stand around and say I'm not perfect, but I am a huge perfectionist. Um, it actually really gets in my way. Um, I blame it on being a Virgo. Um, they are known to be perfectionists. Um, I don't really believe in a whole lot of that, like sign stuff, but from what I understand, Virgos are perfectionists. Um, and, um, so, um, remember that high bar that I set? Um, if I don't hit it, then it's not pretty. Okay. Like basically I know what, and I know what I'm not perfect at, such as the following things, okay? Cooking, sewing, um, any kind of shop project, 
um, any kind of drawings in art. Not perfect at that. Um, but let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm definitely not perfect at really a whole lot of things that have to do with using my hands. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at fixing things. Um, not good at that kind of stuff. Um, I definitely hate cooking. I definitely hate sewing. Um, definitely not good at woodwork stuff. Didn't finish any kinds of projects in middle school home ec. Um, not one. Actually, just kidding. I did finish one. It was, if anybody who went to Allen Middle School and um, had to take home ec in sixth grade, we made um, like drawstring um, tote bags and just about everybody at school could use their tote bag as their gym bag. Mine was hideous. Um, I will tell you that the only kind of action my bag saw was um, my mom took it and put the rock, put this big, huge rock in it and used it to anchor our raft, our blow up raft out in the middle of the ocean. That's how great of a job I did. <laughs> um, I finished only one shop project. It was in eighth grade. It was a lamp. It actually functioned. It didn't look too bad. Um, the majority of it, I think, was already cut out pre-already. So there was not really... I think I really only had to, like, hook up the electrical part of the... Uh, I think I just had to stain it and hook up the uh, electrical part of it. So there you have it. wasn't as hard as the other years. Um <laughs> So, um, yeah, but I will tell you this, I am good at, so here it goes. I know it sounded really negative, but I am really good at styling. Um, I'm really good at, um, number, like numbers. Um, I was in banking for almost 15 years and then I was in retail for, um, four or five years. And, um, and now I post, um, insurance payments. So, um, but I'm good at it. I, I love it. I'm really good at it. So, um, yeah. So like I said, if I don't hit a high bar, then, um, it's not pretty. And I kind of expect too much of myself a lot of the time. <laughs> Um, and you know, just ask anyone at work. I expect all of my work to be perfect. I expect it to all be done at a certain time. I expect it to all be pretty. Um, I have the same, I do the same routine every day. If it gets flubbed up, like if it, if it messes up, then I'm not, I'm a little off. Um, so yeah, if it doesn't, if, if stuff doesn't go right, then I'm not usually a very happy camper. Um, however, as I get, as I come along this journey of trying really hard to, yes, have a high bar that is set, but not always expect to meet that high bar 
and to give myself like a pass, okay? Um, I just, you know, learn that things are not going to be perfect ever because we live in an imperfect world. Um, I can have high expectations, but I need to know and be okay with not hitting those expectations all of the time. It's, it's not healthy to expect that. Like we're gonna, we're gonna be just sadly, we're going to, um, just need to learn that that's it. We're going to be, we're, we're going to be disappointed. That's the word I'm looking for you guys. I'm, we're going to be disappointed all the time. If we don't, if we're going to expect to be perfect all the time. Um, and I feel like sometimes when we're expecting everything to be perfect all of the time, that's when we fall into this trap of we're not good enough didn't go the way we wanted. It didn't go the way we pictured. It didn't go the way that everybody else pictured. Um, we didn't meet the, we didn't meet the goal. Okay. But you guys, maybe you didn't meet the goal this time. It means that you're growing, you know, you will meet it. Maybe you won't need it. And here's the deal. It's okay. It's really okay. We got to learn. It's good to have goals. It's good to set a high bar. Okay. But you also have to like in the back of your mind, not in a negative way. All right. Set yourself up to, to like realize that maybe it won't work out. All right chase it. But if it doesn't work out, don't, don't just lay down and give up. Keep chasing it. Okay. Um, it's kind of like when I was, I was looking for a job and I felt as though God was leading me in a certain way. Okay. So I went on an interview and I prayed about it. And then I went on another interview, like they called me back for another interview, went on it prayed about it and then it didn't work out. So was I disappointed? Yeah, I was. Okay. But I also, when I prayed before the interview, I said, okay, all right, God, if let this be your will. And if it's not your will, please help me with the disappointment. Um, so you know, we live in an imperfect world and, um, we have to learn to love ourselves as imperfect beings. You need to learn to give yourself a little grace because God does. And if he does, then you should too. Um, and I'm definitely talking to myself here. I am never going to be perfect, but This I can definitely know and count on. That I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And that all of you were too. We are perfectly imperfect. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be blessed. Bye.